Hello, I am Yogini Sunita and this is Meditation, Yoga and Stuff podcast. I believe my dharma or my life's purpose is to share my understanding of meditation, yoga and Ayurveda, holistic healing science of India. I make these amazing wisdoms accessible and adaptable for present times. So let's start. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Wisdom of yoga can be amazing help for our personal development or self-growth. It is so amazing that it really works in every aspect of our life. Wisdom of yoga works with our physical body, emotional body, mental body, physical body and also our spiritual body, the bliss body as we call it in wisdom of yoga. Many layers of wisdom of yoga really work with our whole being and this leads towards our self-growth, our self-development, personal development. Self-growth, yoga is absolutely amazing. The wisdom of yoga is amazing. All eight limbs of yoga is amazing, are amazing. So you may ask, what is eight limb? What am I talking about? So imagine yoga is like a tree and it has branches or limbs and all these limbs is basically wisdom of self-growth. The names in Sanskrit, but I'm going to try and talk a little bit about that, about these limbs. So first is limbs, it's yamas and niyamas is the second limb. And in this, the first thing is ahinsa. Ahinsa means non-violence. Now, even if just this limb or this part, if we just follow this in our life, our life can move us towards self-growth. It will help us to move towards peace and calm. So what is ahinsa or non-violence? What is it all about? So it's not just about non-violence way towards others, but also towards ourselves. So we start with... With our words, with our actions, we will not harm others. That's the guidance or guideline given. And then also, we will not harm ourselves. So what we put in our body, the words we are saying, the actions we are taking should not harm ourselves. So we are looking at also the thoughts which are rising our mind. And when we start looking at just this principle itself, it's so amazing that just working with this can take us towards the self-growth. There are more yamas and niyamas there we can go in detail. I have done a podcast on this. If you want, you can go ahead and listen to that. The other thing is also the asana in this movements, physical movements with awareness can bring tremendous peace and also connection with ourselves. So this is all about the connection with ourselves. When we are doing any physical activity, if you're not paying attention to that, that activity then become almost mechanical. But whereas when we are doing the physical activity with a lot of awareness and also compassion and non-violence or ahimsa in this practice, where how is our breath? Is it calm? It is gentle. What's happening with our body, muscles, breath, 
what is happening with sensations in the body all this awareness can bring ourselves towards our now in this moment what's happening and this actually gives us so much this creates the state of bliss it's almost like a bliss consciousness state and this is the beauty when we do the asana practice correctly so that's the beauty of this physical movement with awareness and then breathing practices uh the pranayam practices also quite amazing they're very subtle these practices when we correct our breath so many issues health issues automatically resolve for example in wisdom of yoga mouth breathing is considered it's a really big no no unless you do a certain pranayam or breathing practice but mostly mouth is lightly closed and you breathe through a nostril unless you have any physical condition so just correcting this by breathing through your nostril can actually help you to reduce anxiety actually help people to you know move away from the airborne diseases like we can be really healthy just by correcting this breathing through nostrils instead of breathing through mouth so this is very also amazing thing and also the breath has a direct connection to our a bliss consciousness again so we can just concentrating on the breath or noticing the breath or connecting with our breath we can actually move towards state of consciousness just noticing the breath so yoga uses the breath as an anchor in meditation because this is our rhythm the breath is our rhythm and so when we start observing our rhythm we can connect with it so it's a very beautiful experience but also yoga understands mind very well wisdom of yoga is so beautiful it understands mind even though it is written many thousand years ago or discovered many thousand years ago human mind has not changed that much so whatever was happening there in human mind is still happening now and in this state in our mind you know there are a lot of questions there are a lot of obstacles for meditations and yoga sutra is a beautiful guidance on how to meditate and in yoga sutra these obstacles are explained yoga sutra talks about how our mind puts these obstacles on our path of our meditation and on this path or we can even say the self growth path all this mind plays these games and why it plays game and how can we work with it so yoga sutra is a beautiful beautiful we can call it like a guidebook for meditation yoga teacher trainings brings that wisdom into their teachings now yoga sutra is considered one of the most important book in yoga teacher trainings and i think this book this particular yoga sutras are really the beautiful pearls of wisdom the first sentence in this yoga sutra is atha yoga anushasanam here begins discipline of yoga now you will find lot of different translations but direct translation according to my understanding anushasan means discipline 
And this is where the discipline of yoga begins. So we need to understand that yoga is a discipline. We need to understand that the regular practice is very important, especially for meditation. When we make the meditation as our daily routine, the benefit of this is tremendous. I've been meditating for many years now and I can't imagine my life without meditation. Meditation is like a rock in my life. And yes, there are obstacles I know. <laughs> I have gone through these obstacles. I understand all the obstacles because I made up a lot of excuses not to meditate. You know, there is no time. I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, it's too cold to come out of the bed today. Whatever, like, you know, you name it and I understand these excuses. But still continuously coming back and sitting for meditation, I realize that my mind has changed its reactions. And that was a very powerful experience. And also the bliss consciousness, that state, it's very difficult to explain in words. I remember watching some documentary on meditation. Someone was doing PhD in meditation. And they were talking about these techniques. This person was explaining how this meditation, there is this technique and there is that technique and that happens. But when the interviewer asked them that, what is your meditation practice? The PhD student said, I don't have meditation practice. I'm just studying it. And I think that's not how it works. Meditation and yoga is an experience. And we need to take it to really understand it. This is not something intellectually we can understand. We need to experience it. And everyone's experience is going to be entirely unique. Yes, there are some guidelines. And if you have a teacher... They can guide you through this experience. But the experience is your own. And that's the beauty of this meditation. And this is how we can understand ourselves better. We understand what is more important to us. And this is how we can move towards our self-growth. So when we understand that what really matters to us, what is really, really is what really makes you to wake up in the morning and, you know, go out in the world and face the world happily, you know. This is what, that drive, that passion, what is this all about? And this you come to know by tuning in and understanding yourself better. So when we understand what works for us, what doesn't work for us, where the resistance is coming from, a lot of time we think that this resistance is coming from, it could be something happened in childhood and then we get stuck into that resistance and we start thinking, oh, this is me. But when we start meditating, sometimes we realize that this is coming from that experience and just that realization and slowly working with that, we actually can release that. We can let it go, let that experience go. It may have served its purpose at that point, but at the moment you don't need to carry that burden. So it is time to keep it down. We realize that. 
and we start moving forward in our life. We also realize that a lot of emotions have stories. These stories sometimes made up by our mind. There are also traumas we hold on to. And all these things basically affect our now, our life in this moment. It affects our self-growth. It really holds us back. So when we start noticing, when we start working with ourselves by physical movements, by with yamas and niyamas, how we behave in the society also, the guidelines are how we behave in society also, how we behave towards us. And then when we start calming our mind down, the chatter of mind when it is slowly reduces, we move past that anxiety, that anxiousness, that procrastination. And we start noticing that I am deeper than this. I am more what my mind is telling me, this chatter is, I'm beyond that. I'm this divine being. When we start noticing that, the self-growth is possible. You know, we start to realize that what is important to us, when we notice that, we can go quite really work on what is the most important thing for us in this now. You know, life on our path of our life, in different phases of our life, our needs and wants are different. And when we start noticing that, and we also start noticing that it is, is it coming from heart or is it just shallow? Is it what maybe society expecting or is it you want for yourself? Start noticing these things. It's just a very powerful way to understand yourself. When we understand ourselves, we can go really, really forward with our self-growth. Now, this self-growth can be very, very beautiful experience because this self-growth is what also can be called as a dharma because it goes beyond, it's not just you, but it also helps the society in general. Because we as a human being, we're designed to give back to society. This is how we are. We are created. We're social creature. We're created this way that everyone has purpose to be some purpose on this life, uh, in this life, on this earth. And to find this purpose, our dharma, it is amazing. A lot of time people will say to me, oh, I don't know. But is it my purpose? I don't know. There's a lot of self-doubt there. And all this is mind's chatter, which is throwing that self-doubt, throwing that guilt, throwing that, oh, I don't know. You know, all these thoughts are coming forward. It's just the chatter of the mind. And where this chatter comes from, it's actually echo of what's happening in the society itself. So our thought is also energy. Our mind is energy. And our thought, this energy needs to, you know, it goes into the common thought which are flowing and it comes back a million fold. So we need to think of the, the thoughts we are putting out there. Now, when I say that, don't start feeling really guilty and start, oh my God, what is she talking about? What I'm saying is just observe, notice, and you'll notice that the thought patterns, is it negative thought pattern? Is it positive thought pattern? Notice that what happens with your thoughts and when they are churning in your mind, what's happening with your breath? 
when we notice that certain thoughts have certain charge and our breath is impacted, can we change these thoughts? Or can we change our breath to change the thought? There is a beautiful connection of our mind and our thought and our breath. This is understanding that. Also notice the effect of all this on your whole system, any physical sensations, energy movements. It doesn't take much time to do that. Regular practice, you will start tuning in really quickly. The more you will tuning in, the more you will understand yourself. Then you will make the right choices for yourself. So it's a really, really powerful tool we have, the wisdom of yoga. And it's not just maybe just physical practice or just meditation practice. It is a lifestyle. Yoga is in every part of our life. In how we, for example, how we breathe, for example, how we think, what we eat, consciously tuning into what this food is going to do for my system, is it? Asking yourself, is, is there ahinsa in this, what I'm eating? Is it going to be non-violent towards my system? And also tuning into the practices you're doing or actions you're taking have reaction to it. So every action has reaction. That's the law of karma according to wisdom of yoga. So noticing that, you know, karma is used very negatively in our modern world. But law of karma, uh, the positive and negative goes as impact, you know. And so noticing that and also consciously tuning into that, this self-growth, is this something I want to do and how I can help others? The dharma part of wisdom of yoga is so amazing. Dharma is always beyond us. And when we help others, when we give our energy into helping others, its reward is so beautiful. It may not be monetary, may not be physical hug or anything like that. But that conscious effort of helping, you know, giving back to society is so powerful. It just again adds that that sense of bliss consciousness. And again, remember law of karma. So when we put a positive thing out there, there is going to be a positive impact. So this is also, again, about our self-growth. We are growing. We are helping others, the whole society, helping the whole society to grow. I'll tell you a little bit experience about my dharma. I have really felt at home when I was on path of yoga whenever I was doing either physical movements or reading about the wisdom of yoga or chanting mantra or meditating. I always felt at home. I felt that feeling which was hard to describe. It was just like I'm like, oh, this is bliss. This is this is that connection with something which I couldn't put in words. And the more I did this, the more I felt that longing to do this more and more. And this gave me so much that deeper sense of bliss, which was very difficult to explain to others. Initially, there was a lot of misunderstanding. Family thought that I will 
go, uh, you know, gone crazy and things like that. But everyone slowly understood that this is something joyous to me and I don't have to live my family life, but I can still follow my dharma of sharing wisdom of yoga, Ayurveda and meditation. And so slowly I started working on that. And the more I worked with this sharing, this wisdom, the more I feel at peace with myself. So once you find something like this, you just start feeling that sense of peace, sense of joy, sense of connection. And obviously that brings the self-growth because I had to let go of a few things as well, you know, on this path. So that that understanding that what is important to me and also the self-growth and the inner peace, bliss consciousness, all this is that feeling of bliss consciousness, connection, that it is important to be brave to sometimes let go what is really not serving us and also continue on the path with this is a path of heart a lot of heart center you know rather than head it is more of heart path connecting with that heart center is a very powerful thing it is a basically self-discovery in a way and in wisdom of yoga, it is believed that after thousand cycles of life and death, we get human birth. And in human birth, the completion of human life cycles is reaching the state of enlightenment. Now, you may not believe that, you know, you may believe it, but the fact of the matter is that our human life has some purpose. And we can find this purpose through self-growth. And yoga is a beautiful tool. All eight limbs of yoga is a beautiful tool to connect with our own being. I hope this helps the podcast on self-growth today. If you have any questions or if you have any comments, please feel free to connect with me by my website, email me, ask if you have any questions. I also do mentoring and the mentoring is based into wisdom of yoga, Ayurveda and meditation. Feel free to contact me. Thank you very much. Thank you for being here today. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate that, that you're taking this time out of your day. Don't forget to subscribe. Take care. Bye for now.